Well, tonight's healing night. So, praise the Lord. If you, if you, uh, if you came tonight in need of healing in your body, uh, get ready. Get ready. So, how do I get ready? Right on the inside. Just start, start expecting. If you haven't already, some of you did. You came expecting God to do something special in your body. And you're right. <laughs> you are right on track if you did. If you didn't, uh, then tar- start expecting right now. I don't really know how to do that. Even just under your own breath, say, Lord, I'm going to receive from you tonight. Just, just in your own, right there on the inside, just start saying, Lord, I thank you that your, your touch is about to hit my body, and it's going to change. It's going to change. Amen. Amen. And it will change. Praise the Lord. We're not here to mess around. We're here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> we're not here just uh, playing church. We're not here just, we're, we're not even just practicing. <laughs> I mean, the doctors practice. <laughs> we thank God for a good doctor, but we know what we're doing. <laughs> that probably came out wrong, didn't it? <laughs> I'm not disparaging any doctors. <laughs> but we do know what we're doing. I, I will tell you that, okay? I'm not a novice, and uh, uh, I don't mean I don't have anything I don't know. There are some things I'm growing in as well, but I've been there bound around the block a few times in getting people healed, okay? And so when you come up, get ready. I'm going to pull out my spiritual baseball bat, and I'm going to knock, not you, but I'm going <laughs> to knock that sickness in the head, okay? And I'm telling you, it is nervous already. And I don't, I, when I say that, I say that's just kind of hype, right? No. I know from Scripture that sickness and disease listen to our voice. All right? We know for a fact that if a person encourages their disease by being afraid of it or stating its permanent place and right to be in their body, it strengthens it. But you do the opposite. It's how Jesus operated. He would rebuke disease and sickness. And it would listen. So how do we know it listened? Because it would leave. You think that's coincidence? It just happened to leave at the same time he rebuked it? No. And your problem, whether it's a heart condition, whether it's cancerous cells, whether it's uh, hearing problems, uh, all, whatever it is, I tell you what, it's listening to us right now. Yes, it Amen. It's listening. What's happening? It's palms, or if it has palms, they're, <laughs> they're getting sweaty. It really liked that home it had in you. Because, you know, things like to serve a purpose. Cancer likes to kill people. Hmm? Disease and sickness, likes to, they like to cause pain. That's their function. It's the reason they exist. Hmm? So they don't like it when they get kicked out of their place. They're getting fired from their job. <laughs> About to get laid off permanently. No unemployment benefits coming either. Just out. Just get out. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any excuses. You just have to leave. Amen. 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 
See, this is the attitude that the Lord has. This is the attitude that we have towards all things that attack God's prized creation. You. Me. <laughs> it's just got to go. Not even going to have a discussion with it. Amen. Amen. Had a friend one time uh, years ago. He, he called me and he, he, was, he was getting into some stuff. And he said, I got these recordings of these demons speaking. You know, speaking through people. And I thought... Why? I mean, that don't you know the devil's a liar? He's not going to tell you the truth. Don't be listening to that. Use Jesus as an example. Remember what he used to say? Because sometimes demons would speak up through people. You know, did he take notes? Let's see what you got to say. Did he have a conversation? What did he say? Two things, basically. Shut up and come out. That's Jesus, you know. Love himself. So I don't know. Can we use that word shut up? Depends on who you're talking to. Amen. Be respectful towards people. Be completely disrespectful to the devil. Defeated foe. Liar, liar. Pants on fire. <laughs> Amen. We, got, we had some fun recently in one of our other messages talking about little G. Amen. Satan's called the God of this world, but little g, little s, little d. That's the way we talk to him. Not, not, uh, not, not, not going to give him any credit, not going to give him any respect. Amen. <laughs> what about Michael the archangel? Didn't he? Re- I'm not Michael the archangel. <laughs> you know, he durst not, what did, he didn't want, or something like that. He didn't want to. He, he didn't rebuke him. He said, the Lord rebuke you. That's not the way Christians are assigned. That's not our job towards the devil. I'm going to follow Jesus. Okay? I don't know what the angels have to do, but I do know what I have to do. Shut up and come out. Whether it's an actual demon spirit or whether it's just the work of the devil, which is all types of disease, all types of sickness, that's our attitude. Say, it sounds, that sounds kind of cavalier of you, just kind of... <laughs> When you know what you have, you know what you can do. Amen. And we've got something. Thank God we've got something. We are not dealing with just, uh, you know, playing around with, with things that don't have any potency to them. This is the very word and power of God. Amen. Let me show you a couple things from the word. Look at Mark chapter 16. So I said all that to say, get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. You know, we are told to do various things in the name of Jesus. We're told to, of course, pray in his name. We're to lay hands on the sick in his name. We preach in his name. We baptize in his name. There are a lot of things that we do as New Testament Bible-believing Christians. We do in His name. Why? What does that mean? All right. When a person goes somewhere or does something in another person's name, they are going with their authority. They're going with their position backing them. If you do something in my name, it's not about you. 
It's about me. You're carrying something out on my behalf. It doesn't matter what your position is at that point. You're a representative of me. And so what matters is my position and my will and, and so forth. And, and we, you represent someone if you go in their name. You're going in their authority and so forth. Well, uh, how many know that we haven't just been given the forgiveness of sins by accepting Jesus, but we have been given uh, a name. We've been authorized through His name to represent Jesus in the earth. We are here to do what He would do if He were physically present. Let's read this scripture over here in Mark 16. Some of you know this well, and that's good, good, good. Mark 16 and verse 17 says, uh, Jesus speaking here, And these signs will follow those who believe. What's that next phrase? In my name they will cast out demons... They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick. And they will what? They will recover. We do all this. How? Because we're so special. Because we've attained greatness. Because... We are in ourselves something uh, dangerous to disease and the devil and so forth. No, but we're doing this in His name. We could say in His authority, in His place, in His stead. Whatever Jesus was able to do in His earthly ministry, now we are able to do. This is an astounding thought to some, and many have never really considered it to be this way. But this is what it means when He sent us out in His name. That what He did, now He, he has authorized us to do the same. Amen. Say, well, why don't many people do the things that Jesus did? They don't know that that's what He intended. They don't know that that's what He meant. But you see, the qualifier here is not a whole long list of credentials that you've got to have a bunch of things and a bunch of things under your belt before you can really be used in these supernatural works the simple, or even have a special call as an apostle or a prophet or an evangelist, a pastor or a teacher, or have some specific assignment that's specifically for you. He simply qualified this and said, those who believe those who believe would do this i don't know if this was the way it was intended but we know that the punctuation in our bible was added by translators and sometimes you can fool around with it and you know you got to take things in context but consider the possibility of removing that it says there you remove that uh, is that a colon there i got to have to go back and look uh uh, yeah, a, a colon there. Those who believe, take that out, and it says, those who believe in my name. Because we can bear that out in other scriptures. These signs will follow those who believe in my name. Do you believe in the name of Jesus? 
Come on. That it is the name above every name. That it is the name that hell trembles at. That heaven stands at attention to. That every one of us have bowed our knee to to, and called Him Lord. That is the name that we're speaking of. It is something special. It is powerful. It is potent. And it drives out demons. And it drives out sickness and disease. And when a person lays hands on someone in that name, the Bible says, Jesus Himself said, they will recover. And so when someone does something, like I said, in Jesus' name, it's really saying they're doing it in His stead, in His place. In other words, Jesus isn't physically laying hands on people anymore, right? But His body grew. See, He was the body of Christ in the earth at one time. And now the body of Christ has expanded. (laughs) And... uh, and so how does, how does Jesus operate? How does He heal the sick today? Because He's still in the business. Still in the same business. It just happens. Well, it happened through His body. And it happens through His body now. Before, the body was just centralized. One location. Right? And now the body is spread across the globe. And the Lord is still healing. When those who believe in His name will put their hands on sick people. Glory to God. There is such power and tremendous uh, authority in that name. Okay? When someone uh, does something in his name, it's basically the same as if he did it. Amen. When we say, in Jesus' name, we are saying that if Jesus were here, he would do this. But he's not physically here. So I'm doing it for him. I'm doing it in his place. Let's look at John chapter 16. John chapter 16. Amen. This is one of those things that's called in our legal system, it's called the power of attorney. Have you ever given a power of attorney to somebody else? That means they could basically clean you out if they wanted. <laughs> but you're, you're, you, you have maybe given someone power of attorney before to act on your behalf. Okay? Uh, and they could spend money. They could, they could make uh, financial decisions for you. And it was basically the same as you doing it. If you gave them the power of attorney, they had the authority. When Jesus gave us his name, that's what he did. He gave you the power of attorney to operate on his behalf. Now you, amazing now, and again, hold on to your seat if this is new to you at all, but now you have the host of heaven at your beck and call. When you speak the word and speak the words of Jesus, all of heaven goes to work. But so many people, they wouldn't even dare. They think, ah, I'm encroaching on the Lord's business. I don't want want to do what what the Lord is called to do. The Lord delegated it to you. You know the Lord's very secure. He's not just, well, I'll give, them, I'll give them just a little dab. See what they do with it. No, He authorized you with the full power of His name. And all that His name would command and all that His name would do. He said, I'm authorizing you now. You go do it. 
You go preach in my name. You go ahead and baptize people in my name. You go ahead and lay hands on the sick in my name. And I'm telling you, they will recover. Yeah. Woohoo! John 16, verse 23. Jesus said here, And in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, Whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give you. Whatever you ask what? In His name. For the Father Himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. See, prior to this new day in which we live, the disciples even, they went to Jesus if they had something that they needed. And if they needed something from the Father, well, Jesus went on their behalf. Jesus would pray for them. He would go in because he had a right to. He had clearance, so to speak, to go right in. Uh, But he said, in that day, it's not going to be that way anymore. Now you go directly in. You go straight to the Father. Just bring my name along. It's the password. It's the secret code. It's the handshake. And when you ask in my name, as far as the Father is concerned, it's me asking. As far as he is concerned, you don't need any other representation. Uh, How many feel like Jesus has a pretty good response uh, to his prayers? As far as when Jesus communicates with Dad, with the Father, that he's successful in his prayer life. That's the same place from which we pray now. When we pray in his name, it's like Jesus praying. It's, it's as if he were asking. This is almost like, almost sounds like Jesus has given us a blank check with his name signed on it. And he said, go ahead. I, I don't know about you, but when I stir, get stirred up about these things, it makes me wonder sometimes why people are so hesitant to go ahead and fill out the whole thing with zeros. I mean, if someone who was very wealthy in our country came to you and you met them and for whatever reason they gave you a check, you were sitting at a table, they signed off and said, you fill in the amount. And they were well known. I mean, and you knew they were worth, you know, hundreds of millions or billions of dollars. What would you make it out for? Well, I do have a power bill at sixty nine ninety five. I'll just, I don't want to overdo it here. You know, you, you might not have that chance again. Go ahead and overdo it. <laughs> but uh, do you think the Lord can back up his checks? And I'm not just talking about money, but I'm not excluding money either by any chance. But can the Lord back up? when he gives us an open-ended statement like this, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he'll do it. What's the key here? Here's the biggest key. It's his name. It's, I'm praying, but I'm praying in his name. And then people compare that to Jesus. Well, you know, Jesus, he, man, he never sinned. He lived a perfect life. Of course, he got what he wanted from the Father. Of course that's the way, but me, 
I have sinned. I have come short. I have failed. But if we're going in His name, it's not about us. If I go to the Father in the name of Jesus, it doesn't matter how holy I've been. Are you listening? I'm not giving, I'm not saying go out and sin. That's just foolish. That'll eat your lunch. But I'm saying your prayer life doesn't, doesn't have anything to do with that. What you receive from the Lord just really doesn't have anything to do with your holiness. <laughs> Unless you're praying in your name. Hmm. Amen. This gives us, see, this gives, Jesus gives us real good instructions on prayer here. Who do we pray to? We pray to the the Father. You ever hear people pray to Jesus? Jesus, I ask you to do this. Knock, knock that off. That's just immature. Okay, we love you and everything, but stop that. <laughs> okay, be biblically taught. Be biblically led in your prayer life. Pray, Father, Heavenly Father, how, we, God, Father God, whatever you want to say. Father, that's who you're talking to. The Father of lights, who never changes. And whose name do we pray in? I come to you in the name of Jesus. Not for the sake of Jesus. I don't know, sometimes growing up as a little kid, we would pray for Jesus' sake. I don't know where we got that. I've been in the Word for a while now. haven't discovered that one. Because I know this, when I was praying, it wasn't for His sake, it was for my sake. You listening to me? Huh? Jesus had everything He needed. Has. It's not for His benefit. It's for my benefit. Jesus doesn't need healed tonight. Amen. But we pray in His name. And literally, now think about it. Some of you know the, some of the healing miracles through the, through the life of Jesus. The man with the withered hand. Blind Bartimaeus. Amen. We've got lame people. We've got Peter's mother-in-law had a fever. You know, we got the woman who was bleeding for 12 years, right? Issue of blood, flow of blood for 12 years, dried up. All these many stories. Got the man born blind. So many different things. It's no different today as it was then. Is the arm of the Lord shortened? Has the Lord lost his power? Has he been diminished in any way? Have the lights in heaven flickered to any degree? Say, but what about the economy? <laughs> the power of God is not influenced. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it is the same the way things happen then as they happen today. And if we see this, I'm telling you, if you pray for or lay hands on minister to a sick person, it's the same as if Jesus were doing it. And the same is true for me. Amen. I don't know if I really need to see. Is it okay for me to see myself like Jesus? Yes. Absolutely. Again, he's secure. Don't worry. I don't want to encroach on him. You can't. He'll always be the creator. He's not worried about it. Uh, They're getting a little too high. I better knock them down. No, come on up. He's the one who said. You know, through the Apostle Paul that that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Far above all principalities, powers, might, and dominion. It's the place the Lord called us to. And He wants us to rise up to the top. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And so, uh, again, let's look at Acts chapter 3. We're getting ready here to 
minister to the sick. Getting ready to do exactly what Jesus did. So how do we know what Jesus would do? People ask the question, what would Jesus do? Well, what did Jesus do? That'll tell you what he would do. (laughs) And what he would do is what we do. Because we're going in his name. Same authority, same God, same power. Amen. He's endorsing our requests. Praise the Lord. Do you notice in this kind of prayer, we'll get to Acts 3 here, but uh, in this kind of prayer there, is no, there are no ifs or maybes. Jesus didn't make a, a, he didn't qualify his prayer request. If everything's just right. If, and you know, people put a lot of ifs these days. If it's the will of God. Well, the prayer is the will of God. Otherwise, he wouldn't have stated it. (laughs) It's amazing how you can read the will of God and then go away and say, if it's your will. It is your will, his will, that we do these things in his name. In his name is his will. Amen. If you don't want someone... To spend money on the wrong thing, don't give them the check. If you think someone's going to do the wrong thing, don't give them the power of attorney. But the Lord entrusted you and I because he knew we were born of him. We'd be motivated by his spirit. We'd have his life and his desires and his will would be our will. I desire the same things the Lord desires. I'm telling you, people who are walking with him, they don't have a will constantly that's outside of the Lord's. There's times of temptation, of course, and and, and the flesh, but the overriding picture is we want the same thing God wants. People sometimes feel about themselves that what they want is is bad or selfish in some manner. And and maybe maybe I don't know God's, uh, you know, mysterious plan and will for my life, and so I can't really ask, uh, you know, accordingly. Listen, if, you're, if you desire to serve Him, your will is probably very much aligned with His. I'm telling you, we're not so, we're not so bad. Huh? Don't we know ourselves? I mean, if you need to repent, go ahead. But if you don't, don't. Amen. People have this image sometimes that, oh, we all have sin in our lives. No, we don't. You know, you ever heard people uh, pray at dinner time? Again, I, I realize I'm stepping on toes, but I'm going to step on the disease in a minute. So stay with me. Don't get mad at me. Amen. It's critical. Humility's critical here. Uh, but people sometimes at the dinner, dinner table, they pray, pray for the food, and Lord, forgive us of all our sins. And they do that every single day. And Lord, forgive us of our sins. Well, which ones? Well, I don't know. If you were to ask someone, they they wouldn't be able to tell you. They'd just say, well, we all sin every day. That's not scriptural to say that. What you have is a sin consciousness. You're reminding yourself every day that you're a failure, that you come short. And through the life and, and resurrection power of God, I'm now like him. If I sin, I should confess that sin not confess that I am a sinful person. I'm not. I've been made the righteousness of God in Christ. And I need to remind myself of His place in my life and my position in Him, not constantly think, I've sinned today. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure I have. Man, that doesn't help. I realize this is kind of, seems 
partially diverted, but uh, it, it helps us to recognize what the Lord has done in us. Amen. Acts chapter 3, and let's read over here in verse 1. It says, Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms, fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, Look at us! So the man gave uh, them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Expecting to receive what? Well, probably money. That's what he, he was a beggar. And then in verse, verse 6, Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have. Side note, that doesn't mean they were poor. You can read other scriptures and find that out. Just didn't have any money on them. Their wives were at the mall. <laughs> I guess. I, I'm kind of speculating a little bit. Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have... I give you, understand they recognize they had something. You recognize that you have something. Not talking about physical possessions now. Not talking about money and stuff. Do you have anything else? Is, is your, did your, has your relationship with, with God produced something real in your life that you have? I tell you what they knew they had. They knew they had the power to bring healing through the name of Jesus. Do you know you've got that name? <laughs> it's a powerful name. Such as I have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping, stood up and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and Praising God. Amen. What did he have? Tell you what, he had the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is enough. It's sufficient to change any condition. Terminal, annoying, or anything in between. To change it around just like that. Look at verse 16. Verse 16 says, And his name... Through faith in His name. Someone said, I have faith in God. I believe in God. Good. Do you have faith in His name? Faith in His name is what will cause uh, your prayers to be answered. Faith in His name is what will cause you to rise up and be bold and lay hands on the sick and make grand declarations that you know physically in and of yourself you can't back up. But you believe that you're operating in His stead. You believe that you're doing what you're doing because that's what Jesus would do and he authorized and, and commissioned you to do the same. Through His name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Amen. We've got to know what we have. If we are intimidated by sickness, intimidated by some type of condition or disease, we don't know what we have. 
Amen. But we ought to rise up with the boldness. Remember even David in the Old Testament, when he was about to fight Goliath. Uh, uh, you know, Goliath was taunting him and taunting Israel. And, uh, and David, as the shepherd boy, came out there, and he didn't have a whole lot of well, he wouldn't, didn't come out there with armor, didn't come out there with a whole lot of uh, military experience. But what he did have was a knowledge of God, and he knew the covenant. He knew his rightful place, and so he stood up to stand against a giant. Amen. And he, he made some bold declarations himself when he said, I don't come against you with a sword, with a spear, with a javelin, but I come uh, to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel whom you have defiled. And when we recognize that what we do here tonight and what we do whenever we face disease and, and opposition from the enemy, that we are not going forth in our own might or our own strength, but we are going forth in the name of the Lord. In His name, I tell you, demons flee. In His name, sickness bows. His name is the name above every name. This name belongs to the church. It's not a magic wand or it's not a formula. It's, it, it, it's, it's something, again, not that it's just about saying the right phrase. i got to say, you know, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And uh, it's, it's not a religious thing like that. I know Him. And I know what he's done. And I know what he is capable of. And I know that he has sent me to act on his behalf. And so in his name we lay hands on the sick. In his name we rebuke and bind and loose. And all things are set free by his power. Thank God we can do it today. Amen. Thank God we've been authorized. And we do not have to live our lives in submission to the devil's junk. Amen. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, the scripture said, with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And in the same manner, God is with us tonight. And we are destroying every work of the devil. Amen.